0: Like, I've learned so much during this pandemic. I feel like if you didn't learn anything in this pandemic, that you really wasted the time of unplugging. Like, um, like being away from the whole
1: world, what else could you have done except try to learn something else new? Welcome to the latest edition of the Beat Talks podcast. I'm your host, DJ Roche, the official DJ of the Los Angeles Lakers and AVP Pro Beach Volleyball Tour. On this episode, talk to one of the four... Four official DJs from the Chicago Bulls. DJ Flipside. Uh, Flipside not only has DJed on radio, DJs sporting events, he's also part of the Jump Smokers, has toured the world, was on tour with Pitbull. Hear some cool stories about that, about how when you're an opening act on tour, there's things you have to do differently than the main act. So figure out how, you know, you got to troubleshoot. Sometimes you just got to figure things out on your own and make it happen. Um, We actually recorded this episode live on Twitch. So if you got to see that, you got to see all kinds of tech issues where flip side was green the entire time. That was fun for me. Um, I usually test everything beforehand and uh, there was one little thing I forgot to test before we went live and I'm going to Live with that uh, frustration for the rest of my life. That's because that's just the person that I am. Anyways, we will continue to do some things live on Twitch for this podcast. And got something else cool coming up for this pod too. um, That hopefully by the next episode we'll be able to talk about. But now... We're going to hear from my man Flipside, which we will actually be doing a part two here pretty soon because so much more that I want to hear about from Flipside, which I'm sure you guys want to as well. So we're going to do a part two here pretty soon so I can redeem myself for some of the uh, tech issues that we had. So now, without further ado, here's DJ Flipside. Well, DJ Flipside, thanks for joining me, even though you're green. And uh, this is literally the first time that I've done this podcast live And, uh, hopefully it's not the last and hopefully I can get all the tech issues done. But when we first, when I first contacted you about this, you literally asked me, you're like, Oh, are you doing this live? And I had not, but you do a ton of stuff live. So talk about how important you think, uh, live content is in the DJ world right now.
0: Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of crazy because so, you know, with social media and everything being such a predominant part of of everyone's lives now it's so crazy to just be able to say, Hey, I have my own TV channel, essentially like Twitch is my own TV channel. I could put whatever I want on it. I could let people into my lives. It could be a reality show. It could be me DJing and it's just connecting with the fan base. Um, and giving them an inside look of either these are, this is the music that I really, really like to play. Or if you're doing something like these podcasts where you um, I can actually talk like people could actually connect with me in a way that I've they've never been able to ever before. Like they could hear me on the radio, like every day, Monday, you know, Monday through Friday when I was doing flipside at five on B96 in Chicago. And they they could hear me every day, they can tweet at me, but then they can't like have conversations with me where it's it's a total different connection. And I'm building these connections with the fans that it's just incredible that. I don't know. It's it's mo- it's more than just being able to, you know, monetize the stream, which is obviously super important to be able to make money off off of uh the streams and stuff, but it's also just as important, if not more important, to have these one-on-one connections with with fans. And like there's people that come in in a room every single day and I'm like, "Yo, what's up? Hey, the UK is in the building because I or this person's in the building, you know." And I like no stories about them whereas when I'm DJing in the club, all the interaction is, hey, can you play this song? Like, you know, can you play this? You know, like, that's it. Or or like, yo, you know, like, I love what you're doing. And, you know, this is dope. But now it's like, yo, like, I ha- like, what did you have for dinner yesterday? This is like the conversation, you know, like in the chat. Totally. It's like, it's, it's very humanizing to be able to, you know, still be this, this, you know, not to say that I'm a star, but like, you know, to be this, this star that people can actually hang on to. You know, so it's cool. And then people are seeing this ride of me being on Twitch with three people following. And then now I have, you know, over 7,000 7, followers on Twitch. And it's still growing and just building this community of now there's people that are like, like I was saying, someone is in the UK, someone's in Ecuador, someone's in Mexico and Canada, and they're becoming friends. And now they go to other people's channels together and hang out and see each other. And then now it's like building this flip side family that can go out to other people's Twitch channels and and represent me. And it's it's really, really cool to just, I've never had that close contact with fans before. And it,
1: it's unbelievable. And how would you ever be able to talk to people in a crowd like that normally? You can't have a conversation in a club because I can't hear you. And I'm in the middle of DJing. I shouldn't be able to have that kind of conversation, but it's different now because you're in your house, garage, wherever it is you are in a studio DJing and you're seeing the chat room and you get to interact with people. I can't wait till the moment where I get to see the person whose Twitch name is some weird thing that I can't, yeah, that I have no idea what it means, whether they're tall, (laughs) short, male, female, whatever it is, I have no idea. And then you'll see them in real life and I'll be like, oh, your Twitch handle, whatever, Like that's going to be an entertaining (laughs) time.
0: That's going to be, it's, 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 I can, yeah, I can't wait for for the day where I can actually go and meet some of these people. Or now I know like that I have a fan base in these certain cities that I can book myself there and they would come see me, you know? So now it's like building this network of um, people from the West coast that had never really seen who I was. You know, I got raided by DJ audio one, the homie from the Bay and like, now I have like a, a big Bay Area fam, fan base, you know, like, so it's really, really cool how these connections on Twitch have really opened people's eyes to who I am if they didn't already know.
1: And you're very active on Twitch. Your schedule, one, I feel like you're on every day, multiple times a day, but you're on, your schedule says you're on five days a week.
0: Yeah. So normally that's, I mean, that's been the plan since COVID hit was like, because my show on B96, um, I, I did flipside out of five for like 12 years or 11 years. And it was Monday through Friday at five o'clock. And then when that was over, like, you know, flipside out of five was done. So then when I came up with the idea, okay, I'm going to start streaming on Twitch, but why don't I do flip out at five? Because the branding is already there. Everybody knows it in Chicago. So it kind of makes sense. To keep the flip side of five, 5 p.m. time slot and just start with that. And you know, I'll be your drive home again, you know, like. And not only is it flip side at five, it's my version of flip side of five. It's yeah. not just playlisted, you know, like, uh, these are you know, the 10 songs that you got to play. This is like, yo, I want to do some classic hip hop, I want to do some underground house music, you know, like Chicago house stuff, I want to do new stuff, I want to do whatever. I want my brand to sound like, and that's a whole different level of control where, you know, even when you're at a club, you don't have that control all the time. You know, you got bottle service people that are, that are telling you, Hey, this dude just spent 30 grand and he wants you to play Coolio gangsta's paradise right now. You're like, (laughs) I mean, that song fits in a set at certain times, but like, Not right after an EDM song, you know? (laughs) So it's like, so now there's like, you get this level of control of of being able to represent your brand how you you want it to be.
1: Yeah, and so how do you find, besides those differences, like when you DJed on radio and you couldn't see the crowd, right? You're DJing, obviously you have somewhat of a set playlist because you're on radio. And then now with Twitch where you can't see them, but you're getting feedback from them yeah. Is it a big difference for you? Does that change what you're necessarily playing, um, even though you don't have a necessary format? Like, does that change where you go? Um, in, a, in a sense.
0: But for the most part, I want people to come to my channel because they like what my brand is. Mm-hmm. So they, I want them... if like, I have certain days, I play certain themes. So like, if you love classic hip-hop, you know, that's what Tuesdays are. You know, if you like, uh, you know, new EDM music, that's what Mondays are. So like it's EDM every damn Monday. So like, like I have like certain themes for each each day. So if you're coming in on this day, you know, that's what you're kind of going to get. And so that's part of the branding aspect of what, what each day is. And if I see people come in and and they're not down with that, they'll come, they come back another day, Mm -hmm. but like, I want to be able to take control of, of this is what it is. And if you like it, cool. If you don't, then, you know, come on another day, but, or, you know, just tell your, tell your friends about what, Oh, I know this dude who plays like house music. You can, you can come, come check him out. Um, the, the, I'll also, I'll look at the numbers sometimes. Like if I have like a hundred people in the room and all of a sudden it starts dropping down to like 80, then I might be like, okay, maybe I'm going too deep, but I want, cause you know, I still want control of what i'm playing Mm -hmm. but now it's just like how deep do i go you know like (laughs) do i go like super just vibey or is it like okay these are this is this theme but this is like the hits you know so luckily i've been having like a fan base where they're kind of riding with me where they're like okay i like to see what you're digging and like oh i love this remix or this is cool and this is cool like i've never heard that one before like that's dope and then so now people are starting to come in and they're like, oh, I've never heard these remixes before. So it's kind of it's cool to be able to do that and not just have to play like, if I'm going to play like Doja Cat Say So, I'm not playing the original. Correct. I'm playing like the Snake Hips remix, you know, like one of these remixes that's, that I really, really like. So then you come in if you like, you know, if you like the sounds that I have. So that's kind of where I'm, pos- where I'm positioning it. I, like, I'm not trying to just play, if I'm going to play like aha take on me. It's going to be a
1: version that I think is fucking dope. You know what I mean? Like that goes back to what DJs were like. We're tastemakers where it kind of got away from that where, Oh, you have to just play when you're doing mainstream stuff. You have to play what everybody knows. I can't, I've always found it weird. Like, why do you want to come to the club and hear exactly what you hear on the radio? Like, let me give it to you a little bit differently and then show you some new songs every once in a while. But yeah, introducing new remixes of stuff that people haven't heard definitely shows your style. But I do feel like with Twitch, it has put us back into the um tastemaker mode again. Yes. Yes.
0: I I totally agree with that. And and it's also a place where on radio, they don't see me scratch. Yeah. They don't see me juggle. Now on Twitch, I have overhead cameras, like I have, you know, like I have the different ways that you can actually see me juggle, see me doing it live, dropping an acapella all the buttons that I'm pressing in order to make the acapella loop and like do this and then create, you know, like I'm doing all this technical stuff that on the radio, you might think it's just an edit, but then when you see me doing it live, like, Oh, he did it live. Or, you know, I take risks. So I make mistakes. Totally. Like, you know, so like, Oh, like that wasn't, that was an accident, but you know, we're (laughs) live, you know? So it's kind of like, that's kind of like what it is. And, and, um, like on radio, I would take risks, but I took like super calculated yeah. risks. And um, I think on Twitch, I like, I throw caution to the wind and I'm just like, all right, let's just, let's just try it. And then like the, the you know, the chat will be with me. Like, all right, cool, Dan, that was dope. But like, yeah, yeah. Like when they see me mistake, and then they're, they're all like, oh, we're live. <laughs> you know, like, it's kind of cool. Like to, to have that freedom to be able to try something, make a mistake and not being like, Boo! You know, like they're all kind of—they're all kind of with me on it. So they're—they're in on the trick. You know, they're like—they they get it. So I really love that—that the way, um, my chat is is very positive because that's Mm -hmm. the way I represent the brand as well. Like I represent myself. I always speak positivity. I don't want to bring any negative things. I don't want negative vibes. I want you to get away from all the negative, all the negativity, and come to my room, just have fun every Monday through Friday if you're making dinner turn me on right before you go on you know like just vibe out you know if there are people who just uh work and lurk where yeah. they're they're just listening and and they're still at work and they're just you know having yep. it in the background and just listening so like i i i don't mind that either so as long as you're enjoying it and you love the
1: vibes you know just be a part be a part of it i found the twitch community in the chat rooms is Probably 99% positive. I mean, even right now, like Calvin Cornell is in the chat room right now, just yeah. throwing up your emotes. Like, <laughs> that's, super that's cool. the homie. That's my yeah. ma, That's my mod. Shout out oh, to Calvin nice. Cornell. So, nice. Yeah. That's and the like, homie right and there. like you said, too, like uh, somebody else on there, too, like they're, they just have us on the background, right? Like, I know lots of people that will exercise or go run or work out while I'm mixing just because, and that you don't need to watch me the whole time. But I also think, like you were saying, we do take more risk. Like, oh, let me just try this. And everybody knows that I'm just trying it. And like, oh, I just messed up. But you didn't ruin a whole club vibe, right? People were exactly. paying attention and everybody's with you. <laughs> with that, with doing these things on Twitch and trying new stuff, does that affect any way of how you've been DJing Chicago Bulls games this season? Um. So uh, truth be told,
0: yesterday was actually my first game of the season for me because... Um, yeah, we'll get I into lived- that because there's three
1: of you, right? Yeah, there's four of yeah, us total. Oh, four. Okay.
0: So um I was living in between New York and Chicago at the time. Um for I've been there for about three years. I've doing it. So like when COVID hit and you know, when games started happening again, um, you know, the restrictions, like I would have to fly back from New York to Chicago, then I'd have to quarantine for 14 days and then do a game and then fly back to New York and then you know, like it didn't make sense at the time. Yeah. So then eventually, um, I, you know, moved back to Chicago, which was like in February, I moved back to Chicago. So then I had to do my quarantine, you know, the, you know, the 14 days of quarantine. And then, so yesterday was like, after the 14 days, you know, I did like a little quick training of like, now there's new rules and where you can walk and like do all that stuff. So then the first game available for me to be back was yesterday. So like now that was like my first game on my own, like with all the new changes and all the new things. So um, I was it was it was like it was ner- I was nervous in the fact that it's a whole new way to play, yep. you know, because it's before we'd have to worry about um, in the timeout. OK, we're going to play this video. We're going to have, you know, this person contest and then, you know, music, and then, you know, done. And then this time out, we're going to do this, and then we we'll are do this, and then this, and then, you know, go. So now it's not necessarily that anymore because it's like, um, it's basically music and then a quick little video, then you play music again. It's not like specific music for this contest, you know, with this, yep. you know, this event, it's got to have this kind of feeling because that's kind of what we really enjoyed about being uh, DJs for the Bulls is that our music our entertainment director um, Michelle is amazing mm-hmm. and she really has a great vision on what she wanted games to look like even before but I mean before covid yeah. like we had all these crazy um, contests and she really let us be ourselves within the world of what we need to do so that's what was really really cool like we would do all these like wordplay stuff you know like just so as a DJ people would get it, but like <laughs> you know, like um, you know, like you know, was, you know, BMO, show your sign. And we put like I yeah. saw the sign or something like that, or you know, like you know, that mean that was like one of the first ones we ever did. But we would do we did like a bunch of crazy, you know, stupid stuff like that. Um, and you know, we would make our own custom edits for the, mm-hmm. you know, for the games and stuff like that. So it was it was really, really, really cool. And then now it's like, all right, cool, we're playing music strictly for the players. Not so much for a, a fan, a crowd. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, it's a totally different vibe. And then I don't know when you're, when you're doing your games, are you, you're doing all the timeouts as well and um, in game music as well? Or so,
1: so for me at Lakers, Joel Jacobson is the in arena music director so he does he does all the organ prompts he does it live which a lot of people don't realize so yeah he does it live and then he does the in-game stuff so during gameplay is all joel so what i do is i'll play music when doors open player warm-ups all timeouts halftime and then during gameplay basically what you hear on tv is joel and then everything else is me so like you're saying now there's a whole timeouts where it's just me The entire time. Like literally of there's nothing else. There's no video, there's no promotion. There's no that's crazy, yeah. Anybody talking on the microphone. So um it's definitely a different world now. But yeah, so with you guys, do you have somebody that does the in-game beats or do you do that as well?
0: So we used to. Pre COVID, we used to. Yeah. So now with COVID times, we've accepted that responsibility. Is it because there's so now, only a
1: certain amount of people allowed in the building? Cause that's what it's like for staples.
0: Yeah. Let's say that.
1: Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> there's, 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 you know, obviously budget stuff. Of course. You know, we want everyone, you know, you, we're not, we don't have fans. We can't pay for, of course, for everything. So, yep. you know, it could be, it could be a numerous amount of things, but like, we've accepted that role just to help, you know, help save some money, I guess. But like, and so now we are also doing that, playing that role of of Click Effects, where we're playing the beats in the game. We're doing after baskets. We're doing um, like all that. We're doing
1: all you're audio. Do, you're doing everything, yeah.
0: Except for scoreboard audio. Um, yeah, oh, we're yeah, doing. If they, yeah,
1: if they run like a defensive prompt or some something on the video board. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like we're we're doing that, and then there's obviously the seasoners. So actually, we do all offensive uh, prompts. We have um another guy, uh, Joseph, who handles the the defensive prompts, so at least we have a little bit of a break that's good um so so it's just like we're doing the offense, and um you know the the stri- the strategy changes on like how often we do offensive and defenses of and yep. stuff like that, but it's it's um it's so it's so crazy to have to do that and then think about moments and watch the game even more intently now. So, I mean, it's so, it's, I mean, it was, this is my first game back. I think after a couple games, I'll be in the flow of it. Cause I know, man, like J Funk, Metro and Marquee are the other DJs and they're, they're in the swing of things. So they, they're, they got it on lock now. So it's like, they're, they, we know what the energy is and they're, they're killing it.
1: Yeah. I think that stuff, right. You, you know, the flow of the game, you know how it works. It's just getting in a rhythm of it. And once you get in a rhythm of it, it's you're fine. Like, you know, yeah. basketball, you know, the music, like once you get in a rhythm of it, it's uh, I back before I was with the Lakers, I was with another team and I, I did everything and it's a lot. Um, yeah. And especially now with the way the NBA is and the entertainment, there's always something happening. It is a lot to do all the music. I know a few other teams only have one person doing everything and it, uh, it can get overwhelming for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, it just goes to preparation and being able to be organized and having like my crate set up the way that I need to think about like what's happening in the game, as opposed to just, Oh, right, I search for a song, blah, 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 Like being able to just go into a folder that has, all right, these are the hype moment songs. This folder has, um, you know, some medium energy stuff or, or whatever, like, and you know, these are like trap EDM walkbacks, you know, you know, whatever it's yeah. like to be able to think, I, right, what are we going to possibly need? And then I just have a dump load of super clean versions in, the, in these yep. folders. And then that's, that's kind of where, where it is, you know, like being able to have that organization. And I think me set cause that's not, I mean, we had it set up kind of differently for the last games, like where, or pre COVID where I would actually write out all right, first quarter, we're doing this and this timeout. So I'm going to plan out what songs I'm playing for these moments. Yep. And then like, I would have it like laid out pregame and then like have obviously changes just in case things things happen but now it's like it's all the energy and the flow of the game it's like totally different now
1: yeah i find myself um the crowd sometimes, right? Like if I need to look down at my computer or let's say something, the crowd's talking to me, I can look away from the game, but the rest of the crowd will tell me what's happening just by their reactions. I can, Uh you can feel an energy of like, oh, something's about to happen. So I need to pay attention again. We're now without that crowd there, (laughs) you don't want to take your eyes off the court because the coach could call a timeout or somebody could be laying on the ground bleeding or something that you just didn't hear a whistle. There's no difference in the arena. So I'm like, there are a couple of times on headset, I'm like, what's happening right now? Because nothing like they're like, oh, the refs are reviewing, but they were on the other side of the court talking to each other where they aren't normally are. So those are the things they're getting used to now with no fans, because the fans would just tell me a lot all the time. Yeah. So where where are you located in this in the mm-hmm. arena now? Now I am behind. So if I'm behind one of the baskets. I'm between right above the 100 section, directly behind the basket. So if you're shooting a free throw, I could be back there with my arms waving. And, you know, I don't know if they can actually see me that well or not, but I was about uh, to ask, do they allow you to do that? that be kind I, of, I, I don't move. I just, cause I don't want them to kick me out of there. I just, I stand very still and uh, hope that especially when we're shooting at that basket, I don't move one bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it's definitely yeah. like, uh, if anybody's winning at social distancing at games, it's me. Cause there is nobody. Anywhere near me at a game. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's safe. That's the way to be, right? 100%. I am. <laughs> uh, I, could, I couldn't be safe. I'm probably safer there than I am in my house currently. And there's nobody in the room where I am right now. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean,
0: like we, well, uh, pre COVID, where were you in that spot or were you somewhere yeah, else? Yeah. So,
1: yeah. So the Lakers, um, for people who are new to the podcast, I think most a lot of arenas do things differently. I know a lot of DJs now are on the floor pregame, then they move somewhere else for when the game starts. But the Lakers, um, if you come to a Lakers game, it's literally all about basketball. So the lights are in the arena are super dark. All the lights are just on the floor. Um, so where I am at during the game is where I'm at the entire time. Every once in a while, they will throw me on the video board just because. But it's really more about the game.
0: Um, yeah.
1: So we we like we don't have. We don't really do contests, we don't throw things into the stands, we don't do a, we don't, you know, we don't have a mascot obviously. There's a lot of things that a lot of other teams do that the Lakers don't, and I just think it's because they're the Lakers and they have 17 championships and they don't they some teams need to do stuff like that because their team is dead terrible or they don't have a history where like the Bulls may not be the best team in the NBA right now, but you guys have history, right? Yeah. Where there's other teams that are have just been terrible since they started. And they need to do all that kind of stuff, so it's just a different vibe. And I actually like that each team has a different vibe. I want to go to a Bulls game and then go to a Phoenix Sun game, and it not be exactly the same.
0: Yeah, you. Yeah, you. You gotta. You gotta come to a Bulls game. Like we do. We have so much norm pre. You know, pre-COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we had so much entertainment that would go that would go on. So that if you did come to a game, and um, let's say you know your, your boyfriend is a huge basketball fan, but you're the girlfriend and you don't really like basketball that much, but you're just going to support. We have entertainment for you or, you know, you're, you you're, it's family friendly. So you bring your kids and, you know, yep. kids, they, kids, they, you know, they they're learning about basketball, but then they love Benny the bull, you know, or like um, the contest and like the opportunity to just watch people make fools of themselves, like, <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, there's there's entertainment value that comes along with uh, other than basketball. Like basketball yeah. is obviously the primary, but then we're giving you money or like value for the money you're spending for the ticket. You know, so there's always something going on, or there was always something yeah. going <laughs> on. And, and like I can't I can't wait for like when um, the United Center can be fully capacity again and and the games being able to do t-shirt t- tosses and like playing that high. Cause you know, house music was born in Chicago. So yep. like being able to play house music and stuff like that. And, um, it's, it's, it's such a great vibe to have that in the parachute. Like, oh, I, I miss all that, but of course, um, this is definitely a great, this is a group just a totally different experience. And it's really, I'm really grateful to be able to be there because obviously with it's basketball, so like, you would think that a lot of people wouldn't be like, all right, well, we got to keep the DJ, but yeah, you know, our like I said, it just goes to 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 show you how much our entertainment director really values energy of the music and how they think that the players really agree with that. That music is so key for the bet for the players to perform well as well. So
1: it definitely adds to the atmosphere. Um, I mean, when I get to the arena. If they have the crowd noise turned on, like the artificial crowd noise turned on or not, like and there's no music playing, it's literally just a different energy than it's like practice. Yeah, <laughs> and like you could you could you could put a playlist on right and let it roll the entire game, just fade up and fade down. It's not gonna feel the same as if somebody's doing it their live, even if there's no fans. Like we, you know, some of the executives are there, some game entertainment staff is there, um, some staple center staff that has to work the games like. They're there too. So I do think about them, even though there's probably like 50 of us total in the building. Um, I'm like, what would it be like for them if they just were watching basketball? Like the game isn't always super exciting. So like, yeah, you know, (laughs) I I do think that it does add to it. And I feel very fortunate that we were uh, deemed essential by the NBA and we could uh, go into the games. And I think since last night was your first game, once you get a few more under your belt, like. It'll make you that much better of a DJ for whatever the DJ life throws at us later down the line. Because who, like, whoever would have predicted that this would ever be like you're DJing professional sports with no fans? People would be like, "Oh, you're yeah. crazy! That's never gonna happen!" It's like <laughs> all of a sudden,
0: yeah, right. And now uh, I'm like proficient in, cl- in click effects. You know, dude, yeah. <laughs> you know, like now I just learned another program that I can use. So like now, if somewhere were to ask, hey can, do you use click effects? It's like, I sure do. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's a whole nother MBA program for, um, you know, playing all the sounds and stuff like that. So like, um, yeah, it's just cool to, to, to now I have another thing that I just learned how to do. <laughs> like, like you were saying at the beginning, you know, you learn, you know, with streaming, I learned how to become, how to use OBS. I learned how to, how to, you know, create video, like, Um, which cameras to use, like which, how to get my audio interface to do all that. Now, how do, how do I get alerts to show up? Like all that stuff. Now it's like, now I added click effects. You know, I'm starting to learn like how to design stages. And like, I'm trying to figure like all this other like virtual stages. Like, that's like something else that I'm trying to do to try to really do um, a virtual show on my own. Yeah. That's, that's something else that I'm working on. And, oh God, that's, Learning a whole nother program, bro.
1: (laughs) I would love to learn how to make your screen not green right now, but I have no idea. I'll have to, as soon as 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 I hit stop recording, your green screen will go away. That's actually-
0: I guarantee. I guarantee. 100%. Um,
1: But you are right. Like, I think what this pandemic has done, it's either you've had to step up your game or you've just, because you needed to keep progressing, right? Or you're just sitting there waiting for it to end fine. I'm not judging that at all. But if you want to keep your face out there, there's things that you need to do. Like I need to learn OBS. I need to get cameras. I need to get lighting, all all of that stuff. My internet, I needed to upgrade my internet to make sure you can do everything (laughs) right. But if your internet isn't working, it doesn't matter.
0: True. Absolutely true. Like I even bought a PC just for streaming and I thought I was like done with PCs and now I have a PC and that's, and I swear by it, like, I couldn't do all the cool stuff with my streaming without having the PC, and uh, my my screen probably wouldn't be green if you had a PC. <laughs> well,
1: you one hundred percent your screen would not be green if I had a PC, and I knew what I was doing. That's for sure. <laughs> just, I mean, just as a reminder, like we this was going to start at ten a.m., and we spent a half hour figuring out how to get your audio into this stream because I test. I'm a big tester. Like I tested it all the other day, set everything up, make sure it looks good, cool. But one thing I didn't think of. Was oh snap! How am I going to get your audio into the stream? Yeah, two minute, two minutes before we were about to go live.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, you look, you look at the chat, like uh, the my homie Calvin. He's like, I've learned so much during this pandemic. I feel like if you didn't learn anything in this pandemic, that you really wasted the time of unplugging, like, um, like being away from the whole world. What else could you have done except try to learn something else new? Whether it's like for us, it was OBS and like and and being online and doing all this stuff. But where other people, they could have been learning, you know, taking a class or just doing something else. Whether it's cooking or fitness or health, like doing something else to improve yourself. Because there's what else could we have done, like besides watch Netflix? Yeah,
1: (laughs) it literally it took me a couple months to start streaming just because I wasn't in the right mental place. I was like, it was the first time that in my whole DJ career, 20 some odd years that I had nothing to plan for. So I didn't know what to do. I was like, uh, I could get ready for a gig, but I don't know when a gig is going to be here. And I don't know what I would do to get ready for it. And then the live stream stuff came around. I was like, do I want to do that? And then it turned into like, I just started doing it for me. I was like, I just need to DJ just for me to get creative again. And that's how it started. But I feel like you got on Twitch fairly quickly. How much? so we ended, <laughs> the NBA season ended March twelfth. You were on Twitch March 13th.
0: <laughs> yeah, essentially. It was um well, I mean it was yeah, it was pretty quick. It was it was pretty quick after it was pretty much the weekend, the week after D nice did his thing on yeah. and on Instagram.
1: Which blew up.
0: And good for which him. Where, where he saw uh you know Well, I don't know if it was a million people in the room, but it was like 700 something thousand, maybe. I can't remember. Whatever it was, was, it it was
1: a ton of people.
0: But it wasn't even just about the ton of people. It was about the quality of people. Like, you know, was Michelle Obama was in there, you know, like Drake is in there, like all these people. And I was like, wow, that's actually kind of dope. And um, what was interesting was that I kind of have dabbled with like video stuff in the past. So um, if if you're not aware, I'm in a group called the Jump
1: Smokers. Oh, oh, that's in my notes to ask about because I got a lot of questions.
0: Okay, we'll 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 talk about. (laughs) No, you can still talk about
1: it, but I just don't. We were going to get there for sure.
0: Yeah. So, um, what ended up happening? We were on tour with Pitbull, and they were like, "Hey, um, when you guys go on, we can't like put a camera on you. We can't like uh, do like lighting for you." 'Cause our guys gotta take a break during during the show. Because you're during, during during when you got were you guys the so, opening act, is that why? Oh n- uh, so so the first time it was Pipple and Kesha and so it was Pipple, Kesha, and Justice League.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Justice Just Justice Crew, sorry. Got it. <laughs> Justice Crew. Different, different. They're totally different, totally yeah. different. <laughs> uh, Justice Crew is from Australia. And um, so they went on, then uh we would DJ, DJ... No, I'm sorry. They would go on, Kesha would go on, mm. and then we would go on. And then... And we'd be the in, like, in between Kesha and Pitbull because Pit didn't want the energy to, to, to go down when they're just waiting. He wanted us to come in, rock the crowd, rock the party, and then as soon as he goes on, they're
1: already at 10. Because if you weren't spinning at that point, they're just doing the stage change a little bit and the crowd's just waiting. Uh, got it. Okay. Makes yes.
0: sense. Yep. So it had been just like, you know, crowd just sitting there and doing whatever, but he wanted them to be entertained. So he brought us in and then they told us, Hey, you can't, you know, we're not going to be able to give you like camera or lights. We'll put like spotlights on you. And then that'll be it. And I'm like, well, Hey, do you think you can give us like an HDMI feed? And they're like, yeah, we could do that. So then I've discovered, or I not discovered, but I figured out how to run webcams and Mix Emergency and Resolume Avenue and basically nerdy programs that allowed me to DJ, put cameras on ourselves and control visuals that would actually be like lighting. Awesome. So we would have our logo up there. We'd have like our social media up there. But then I would DJ, some would be music videos, some of it would be just visuals. And then um, we had a MIDI controller that would hit buttons to change the camera of what he was looking at, or it would be one of our vocalists, Roman, one of me, and like one of like, you know, the gear. And then, so I had three webcams. Wow. And so, so we're creating this whole visual show with
1: just the HDMI feed for a massive stage, by the way,
0: for, you know, over, you know, 20,000 people or no, 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 more than that. Like, um, it, cause, cause you, you gotta count the people on the floor, not just the the, the seating. So, you know, you know, 50,000 people, maybe, or maybe more like, I don't, I, I can't, I don't know the numbers, but then, so having that experience, I already had a lot of this gear to go on to Twitch and be like, Oh, I got the webcams. I got webcams. I got these switch. Oh, I like, Yo, like it's kind of like, um, um, like
1: Slumdog Millionaire. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I haven't, but I know what you're. I know what you're talking about, though.
0: Basically, they were asking him questions. You know, it's like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? He was on the show, and he knew all the answers to the questions because of the experiences of his life. And they're like, "No way, you would know it!" But but then they would kind of go back and tell all the stories. So I kind of like when it came down to that moment of COVID, all these experiences that I had through my life of the flip side at five, doing this tour with Pitt and like being able to do visuals and have the cat, even having the capture card, even before I needed a, you know, yep. I knew I needed a capture card, like, <laughs> all, like having all that stuff, all like kind of led up to this moment of Twitch of being able to, Oh, I could do, I could do all this video stuff and do all this. So it was kind of really cool that I, I kind of had this setup and then, um, that was kind of where I was able to jump onto Twitch kind of quick. So I started doing Facebook, YouTube, you know, Instagram got kicked off and got, Twitch. Kicked, off, got
1: kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> it, it was, it was cool because Facebook, I had, you know, I have, you know, 30,000, whatever, um, yeah. Followers on right. Facebook. And then I have like 12,000 subscriptions on YouTube from me blowing up on YouTube, when YouTube first started, like doing all the YouTube video stuff. And then, so I already had kind of a fan base and I had like three people on Twitch, you know? So basically once you become affiliate on Twitch, you're technically not supposed to stream on other platforms.
1: Oh yeah.
0: It's actually like, you know, yeah. They frown upon it, but they're paying you and yeah. Yeah. So they could technically kick you off for it or whatever. But so basically I use those platforms to tell people, hey, I'm going to be exclusively on Twitch in the next two weeks, so come on over to Twitch, and um, that's how that's kind of how I started to bring people over, and it mm-hmm. started being from like you know 100 people watching on Facebook to three people watching on on Twitch to like slowly like you know changing, um, reversing that, and it, it was kind of cool that I let them know that hey, this is what's happening, we're going to Twitch, we're coming to Twitch, and it became when I get a hundred Twitch followers, we're going to play the percolator nice. because percolator was like the number one, most requested song that I would have like being on Twitch. Cause it's such a Chicago anthem, play percolator,
1: play it. Like, and it's always time for the percolator.
0: It's always time always. for the percolator. Always time. So, um, so it ended up being like, okay, well I don't want to play it every stream. Cause then that's like, oh, this is the percolator guys. So then I made it a deal <laughs> where, um, you know, once I hit 100, we'll play it, and then we like celebrated. I played Percolator. I had like you know, you know, sound effects or whatever, and then that's kind of where we just brought people over, and then I kind of started to doing the thing. I, every 100 followers, we're gonna do something else, and that's I started uh, doing like a wheel spin where yep it would be like different songs on the wheel. So after 100 followers, we're spin the wheel, and then if it lands on that, then we're gonna play that song, and then. Then eventually that escalated. I'm like, all right, well that's getting old. Let's do something else. So I said, if it lands on this piece, then I'm gonna sing a song in auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because, like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm need a lot to- of
1: followers for that. So I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but,
0: but I mean, I, 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 I like. I'm terrible at singing, but like, I like songs that I like. You know, yeah. I'll sing songs that I like. So it's, so I would like make the the chat vote on a song that I like. And then Perfect. I would sing that's it. Just and then smart. So at least, so it's not just like, you know, I did once a song that I didn't really know. I'm like, this is stupid. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm not like, there's no point. I don't even know the melody. So like, so it ended up that kind of be, became a big thing. And then like, people kept wanting to see me auto-tune. And then I'm like, well, that's getting old. So now, you know, just kind of retiring the wheel. And now I'm doing just, I've got a, a good amount of people where I'm not just like, hey, yeah. follow me, follow me, follow yeah. me, follow me. Like I'm, I'm not forcing, not forcing, but like not really giving, like pushing that as much. It's just yeah. like, Oh, let's just vibe. You know, well,
1: you've, you've progressed, right? We like anything, right? You start with 10 followers and now you're at whatever amount of followers and you don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. And you want to progress. Um, and, uh, Calvin wants to know if, uh, that jump smokers tour is when he gave you mix emergency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. It is. <laughs> you know, so yes, it actually, I think, yeah, that was. So, so I would have to run Serato through Mixed Emergency, through Resolume Avenue. And then that would get output to the big boards on the screen.
1: We mentioned it at the beginning of this podcast. We mentioned it off air. I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. There's besides just DJing, just the things you named right now when you're DJing for a tour, like you're literally playing music, but I need three webcams. I need this other program. I need this other program. I need these cables just to show people that you're playing music. It's it's crazy. The world that we are in now compared to like when started DJing.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's not just the world, world that we are now. It's also just like the creativity of troubleshooting, you know, yeah. like, all right, well, we have a problem. We're, we can't put you on the screen. I'm like, well, how can we solve that? Like, yep. Let's think out of the box. What are different ways that we can do? And, you know, and I'm like, well, I know that people can use the cameras on, yeah, you know, and then so, okay. I don't know how nerdy this podcast gets, but as, like... As nerdy as you want. Okay. So like, so like, think about, I have a MacBook Pro and there's three USB slots and one of them has to be Serato. Yep. So it's like, all right, well how do I make three webcams happen? I'm like, well, I have, I have a Thunderbolt. So I discovered that if you use a Thunderbolt dock, um, you can actually use USB, uh, 3.0, like three different webcams I could have had going through the Thunderbolt. So there's enough bandwidth for it to go to work without being choppy. Wow. So that's kind of like where so my cameras were going through the dock, which was going through the thunderbolt. And then like my at the time I was using dicers. So like mm-hmm, the dicers yep. were going through that too. So doing all that just to um, you know, I, I was like, how can I get this to work? And I was like, dude, the thunderbolt dock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Genius. <laughs> so, those are things yeah. that you have to come up with, you know, yeah. to do those things. There's always a way. It's just a matter of how you can figure it out.
0: Yep. And then, and then that goes to show that's the same thing like with Twitch. It's like, all right, well, how can we make this happen? How can we make this work? And it's just you know, guessing and checking, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of equipment, when you're at doing Bulls games, I've seen video of you guys, you guys have turntables or the reins that you have right there. Um, Correct. And now click effects. Is that all you're using or is there other equipment that you're using as well? I know some of our, some of our listeners like to know the equipment that everybody uses.
0: All right. Well, we can, I love, I love Nerd Talk. I yes. love Tech Talk. Um, okay. So we have, uh, the rain 12s, the original rain 12s, the original 72 Mm -hmm. and, uh, the rain 72 mixer. And, um, then we have click effects on the side. So basically what is game changing that we finally did this year. And we did it this year because I discovered it (laughs) by doing Twitch. Of course. Um, so my problem with Twitch was, or like streaming online was, I wanted to be able to hear the alerts in my headphones and, um, and hear like when something goes off, I want to be able to hear it. Cause I don't mix with like speakers. Yeah. Everything is in ear. So my mixer is in ear. I don't, you know, living in New York, I couldn't like blast out the music. Yeah. Not blasting out your neighbors. Yeah. You know, cause it's, it's a small apartment, you know, like that's what New York is, a small apartment. So then like, I, like even when I'm, you know, at home in Chicago, like I, you know, I got family around, like, I'm not trying to just blow, blow everything out the water. So I learned how to mix in, with in-ear monitors and split cue. And what I ended up buying was a small mixer, um, a Yamaha mixer just for my headphones. Oh, okay. So I have my Apollo, a UAD sound card, the headphone output is going into uh, this headphone mixer, the Yamaha headphone mixer. And then the Serato or the rain 72 headphone output is also going into this headphone mixer. So now I can hear the music. I can hear my alerts and I can adjust how loud I want everything. I can hear my mic as well. So now, because I do all my processing in my UAD. So So with that being said, when we go to the, to the bull stadium, we used to have to like wear earbuds and then wear headphones over that. So we can hear the talking of, you know, the, the direction of the, you know, the game director. So now we had that output into a mixer and then now we have my mixer input output to that mixer. So now I have full control on what I can hear. If I want to hear the music, if I want to hear them chatting, I can turn it up. Or if for some reason, the audio from the stadium is picking up in their mic, I can kind of lower their bass. Yep. So like, I'm not hearing both music. Like I can, I have control. <laughs> <laughs> so everything sounds clean. I'm not like ruining my eardrums. Cause yep. you know, obviously you want to take care of your ears as a DJ and a sound person, like, so like having this headphone mixer, separate mixer, just for headphones. I mean,
1: it, to me, that was game changer. And it was such a simple idea that I can't believe I never thought of before. <laughs> and now every DJ listening, to this is going to be like, thank you for that information. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, what do you do for your, for your uh, headset situation? Then?
1: Um, so for me, I have a, I have a four channel, the Serato, uh, or pioneer SRT 1000, And Mm -hmm. it has four channels, so two channels are decks one and two. Another channel is my instant replay. Um, But for I have earbuds, and I have them both in. I have the headset on, so they are talking over top of the music sometimes. But I can turn them down on my pack if I want to. Um, But I leave both earbuds in because I'm getting such a delay, especially now with no fans. I'm getting such a delay, so I have to do it all in my headphones. Um, But having a separate mixer where I could turn. So so you don't have to wear two. (laughs) Because sometimes they'll be having a conversation, which they need to have, like, while in the middle of me mixing for the players, and, like, having to tune that out, but mix, but also listen just in case they call your name for something at the same time. Like, that's a talent I don't think a lot of people realize that sports DJs need, because they're talking to you or asking you a question while you're in the middle of mixing. Yeah, Like, I need to respond to them, but all of my hands are on the decks right now, so I can't respond to them yet. But uh, Which is yeah. also
0: a great reason why having the range 12s is actually really good because being on HID mode, like everything kind of locks in. Yeah. So especially, you know, with like, um, you know, all the updated hip hop stuff that's actually on a metronome. Yep. Like you don't have to sync, but I mean, if you're mixing, you have a pretty good idea if your BPMs are like right on or whatever. If, if you needed to lean on that or have the visual With the 72, you can see the waveforms. So if you need to have the visual right then and there while you're listening, mixing, while you're listening to them talk, you know, like you can have, there's all these tools that help make that process easier. And that's why the other reason why I swear by um, having the 72s, but I know phase is now going into um, HID mode with the new update on Serato. So, but that's not, um, it's still beta. So you still got to wait for that. So if you're, I don't know, are you, you know, you're using the
1: controller too. Yeah. I'm using the controller. So, So uh,
0: one of the cool things that I really love, I, I loved about, um, working with our entertainment director was that we had the NS, the first year we had the NS seven three because it was a controller. We had, you know, we didn't want to worry about the vibrations of needles, but then it had the 40, it was the 45s. Mm-hmm. So it's still spun. It still had the look of vinyl and all that. And she was like, he's like, that's cool. But I think next year we want to actually have turntables. We want it to, um, you know, be actual
1: vinyl. We want, I want well, that. There's look. more of a visual. It's a visual thing. Yes. too Cause something's moving.
0: Yes. Well, not that, but then it's like the old to the old school of like oh, yeah. actual DJs and turntables. Like we have real DJs. We need, you know, this. So, so I told the, the guy at, um, at Newmark, who's actually a part of in brand in music brands, which yep. is the whole umbrella. Yep. I was like, Hey, I really love the NS7, but we can't use it this year. Um, and we're, we're using pioneer turntables. He's like, Oh, okay. He's like, why, why do you think that is? He's like, because my boss really likes the visual of turntables the real turntables. He goes, huh, that's interesting. And then he came back at me, and he was like, "Hey, so we're creating turntables, <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> I'm like without oh. needles, it's not gonna bounce,
0: yeah, exactly so i so i I can't one hundred percent prove, <laughs> but i was I'd like to say that I was part of the inspiration. I'll of, give you full credit of of why that why this came about, so um i love I love that that they actually saw that that was a need that people can really you know." really take advantage of. And they were like, yo, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So um, yeah. So now as soon as those are coming out, I'm like, like, Michelle, we need to have these. She's like, oh, all yeah. right, cool. Let's buy new gear. We're, let's, let's get it. And and she, loved, she loves it. Now we get custom vinyls. Like we have the Chicago Bulls logo. Yep. We can switch those out whenever, you know, like it's super, it's super, um, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. And you can see a DJ doing DJ on quote unquote vinyl yeah you know so it's 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 a win and so that's like the the main things we have is just like having those having click effects and um a dj booth that actually helped design as well cool which is kind of which is this this is why working with the chicago bulls is really awesome because they don't tell you what you need they ask you you know so like what what do you need like what can we do and let's see if we can make it work. And yep. like, we need this. I'm like, okay, well, that's not a budget. Okay, well, let's do you know, but, but like, they never really say that, but it's just like, uh, we always try to look at that, like on our side as DJs, as we don't want to kill your bank. Of course. But we want to look at the ways that we can make this to make it look great for you. And um, it's a, it's definitely a team effort. And they, they give us that freedom of being like, okay, let's try to get you what you need to make sure you do the job because you guys are very important. And that's why I always got to give credit to, you know, Michelle and the Chicago Bulls organization for letting us, you know, working that way.
1: Awesome. I love hearing that. Um, I did one question. Is your click effects going through your mixer or is it going uh, through the rain mixer? or Is it going to your headphone mixer?
0: So, okay. So actually the click effects as of right now, um, it's just going the click effects is going through an audio um a sound card that goes straight to their big board,
1: Oh, okay, so got it. Okay.
0: technically, I don't hear that in my mix got it yet because there's a there's an output there's a headphone output of that um audio interface that I could put into the mixer, but for some reason when we do that, it's humming, so we oh, just have to it. solve we have to solve that problem, and then once we've solved that then. We'll be able to, I'll be able to hear that in my, in my ears.
1: Got it. Um, we're going to have to do a part two of this podcast. One, just to do it without the green screen, because it's really bothered me <laughs> that it what that I didn't uh, troubleshoot all that stuff beforehand, but um, <laughs> I do have some uh, social media questions yeah. um, that we found out. So DJ Mace wants to know when he'll see you in Germany. <laughs> Anytime. I wish
0: I want to go to Germany um, I'm a, you know, as, as obviously I'm an NBA DJ, but I also grew up playing soccer. So like, I'd love to go like watch Bayern Munich play or watch, you know, Dortmund play or even, um, uh, like the the German national team and, you know, I DJ for us soccer too. So like, it's kind of cool. Like I've been on the, on that tip as well. So Germany is definitely on my list. I want to, I want to go and just watch a game, enjoy, I'm. Germany's so one of those places on my list. Once COVID allows us to all do that.
1: So we'll (laughs) let DJ Mace know that as soon as you can, you'll be there.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, Do the Bulls still play, uh, is it Cyrus? the Sirius. Sirius, sorry. Yep. Yep, yep. For the intros?
0: I love that. Absolutely. I don't think unless... unless the record label tells us not to, <laughs> yeah. but I think, um, I, I think that that's always going to be part of our, our, of our intro. It's so iconic. That. Yeah. Yeah. they like, the only thing that's changed on that is that we've added um, there. We have uh, something called the, the, the stampede, which is our live drummers. So sometimes they would come out and play along with it live, but then we would also add that to the track. So like, that's the only really difference. And we'll still, we still do that. And, um, actually it's kind of cool before the, that part plays, we have an animation called the running of the bulls, which was like, um, they, they had one originally back in the nineties as well, where it was just like an animation of bulls, like kind of running through Chicago. And then they like kind of go in. Um, so they, we have an updated version of that. And I actually produced the music for that as well. Very cool. So that was, that's kind of cool though. So if you go to Chicago Bulls game, that's one of the things that you'll see that, that I was a part of as
1: well. I love, I love how much you're like, how important you are to the team as opposed to, Oh, we just have a DJ that plays music.
0: Yeah. I think all all of us, it's not, I mean, it's not just me. There's, there's obviously there's four of us total and we all contribute in different ways and there's um that's what's really really cool about us having four DJs was that all four of us have things that we're known for in our own particular yep. style. So if you have a DJ or if you have a season ticket holder that goes to every single game, it's not the same vibe every game, yep. which is kind of cool and refreshing, you know, like one guy's, you know, better at, you know, like house music and one guy's like better at hip hop When you know one guy like loves, you know, you know, can do country and like weddings and like, like that kind of like, like we have these different vibes. So it keeps it interesting for the fans as well. And then it also allows us to do other gigs. Like you're not have to be there for every single game. Yep. If you have a club gig, you know, we could trade off on who's has doing this night or whatever. We can also schedule our schedules that way as well. And allows us to still make money um, doing our regular, regular DJ gigs as well.
1: Yeah, because somebody could ask you now, hey, are you available this coming December? And if you're having to wait on the NBA schedule, you don't know the answer to that question yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so now we we would go into our calendar be like, hey, this date, I can't work. Yeah. And then the other three, we would all, okay, let's see who can do it, you know. Cool. So it's it's also
1: refreshing to be able to do or not
0: refreshing, but part of our schedule to be able to do that.
1: Um, it's lit pinball in the chat room said maybe a ground loop noise isolator could help with your hum noise from the click effects. Maybe.
0: Yes. I, it's probably something as simple as that. It could yeah. It'd be, um, but it's like a
1: troubleshooter. You just haven't done it yet.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I, because we can only be in the stadium on certain, you know, game day and for a certain amount of hours, like yeah. I can't just like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come in on a Tuesday just because I can with, yeah. <laughs> you Not know, in today's world.
0: Yeah. So Oh yeah. I mean, I would be like getting one of those like hum and hum eliminator kind of yeah. things. You know, I'm sure that would be, that would be the case, but um,
1: yeah. We have uh, before we get out of here, oh, there is going to be part two because I have, I'm scrolling through my list of, I got more jump smokers questions, more bulls questions, but very important social media question from DJ Dazzler from beat source. Yay. What's up? She wants to know when you're going to return her phone call. She hasn't called me. <laughs> just, I'm, just, me up, I'm just she, passing she, on the message.
0: Dazzler, she, she, she hits me up. Hey, are you going to come to this clubhouse? <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yo, I'm in. I'm in. She hasn't
1: called me. Okay. Well, I, we'll, we'll, we'll have to send, this, I'll send this clip to her.
0: Shout out to uh, DJ City and BeatSource. Um, yeah, I'm also a part of DJ City as well. So that's what's, um, we got that, that connection there. Yep. And um, like Beat Source is one of the, the most incredible, um, game changing things for DJs who have you know internet and you know I know there's going to be offline available soon where you can download hundreds hundred songs and be offline player like that's going to be awesome. But like what's changing the game with Beat Source is you can stream in Serato, like you could download all these songs off of their site and play it live with a good internet connection, but what's going to be different is we're going to have custom intro edits. I know. I can't wait for that. God, like, you know, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's just so simple to be able to just, all right. Um, well I didn't get the new Sweetie song. And <laughs> so there's an intro version already. Perfect. Boom. Yep. I can make it loop for, so that the announcer can talk over it with the intro version real quick. You know, like simple things like that will be awesome. And to be able to download or sh- use a streaming platform in Serato that has clean versions is is always good. Even though clean isn't necessarily NBA clean, Correct. but but
1: well, that is going to be my, by. That my streaming <laughs> my because we're going to streaming is going to be the future of DJing. Like the what B source is doing is going to be the future. My question is going to be when a dance team needs an edit or. I need to edit the song to make it a little bit cleaner where the sensor button on my controller isn't the, like, how can I, how can I get that clean, clean version? Um, you would go to DJ
0: city and, and download them, it. Yeah.
1: And download it.
0: Just, and that's what yeah. I do. And that's what I do now. But like, I'm
1: in like 10 years when yeah. streaming is just streaming, you know, are those, I'm, I'm curious how that's going to work.
0: We'd have to buy it. Yeah. For those, for those situations, we'd have to buy those songs. Got it. Or... or you're, you know, you're an NBA DJ. You'd be able to reach out to record Reach out to the label
1: and be like, I need the clean, like, clean version. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> or send me that, the file and I'll clean, clean it myself. But exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I, the radio I, version I, I, isn't the cleanest version.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, so... <laughs> all right, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this. But uh, so, Zach Levine loves Roddy Rich, the ballin' song yeah. last year. Like, that was his song, you know? So, we, I, I got the clean version from the label and i was playing it and um like in the arena you know before um you know before the the fans were there like you know just well like it was doors were just opening and he was warming up like yeah. early early you know so i would play that song and the clean version from the rate from came from the label it, it definitely had some bad language in it <laughs> so i was like after like the third time playing i'm like did he just say yeah but I didn't want to say it on the headset.
1: Nope. <laughs> so nope, i like, keep that to yourself. Uh,
0: <laughs> so then I I was like, Oh, yep. This is definitely, uh, this is definitely not clean. <laughs> so then I the record like, no, send them. Yeah. I sent the label. No, like, yo, just so you know, your clean version isn't clean. And then I said, I told the message to all my, to the other DJs like, yo, here's an updated super duper clean version in our Dropbox. You know, make sure you play this version only.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, I, I panic every time I play a song in the arena that I haven't fully listened to yet, just to make sure. Like, I'm hyper-focused on it. Like, because some people, you know, they'll hear the curse word in the clean version, even though there's no curse word, but their brain just tells them that yeah. it is. But yeah, I'm uh, uh, hyper alert of that sometimes and well aware that the clean version does not mean clean. Yeah. And I think,
0: I think the thing that I get most nervous about, about DJing in NBA games is that. Yep. <laughs> like, it's not the act of DJing. It's not that I'm going to miss a moment. It's that I might accidentally play a song that has ass in it. Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Today was a good day. Yep. Ice cube. I can make the ass drop. Like, Oh, Oh, uh. <laughs> uh, was, D-
1: DJ June from, uh, the Utah jazz in the chat board. He's like, how do you go about, uh, how do you go about the cleaning process if you don't get it from the label?
0: So um, the, Ableton I, is what I use. Yeah. So, Ideally, what I try to do is I have the clean version, and then I, if available, I download the instrumental. And then what I'll do is in Ableton, I'll line up the instrumental and I'll line up the radio version. And then I'll load up the Google lyrics, and then I'll read the lyrics. Like, all right, that's questionable. And then like, so we try to take away any gun reference, any sex reference, any drug reference. So like, um. and what I'll end up doing is anything on time that there's something there, I'll just cut out the square and then leave the instrumental to replace it. So that way, it's not just a reverse sound. Because I've always felt like clean versions that have the reverse sound just kind of interrupts the energy and the vibe of the song. So to have the beat still going through and have silence, I, th- I prefer that. If depending on how much time I have, maybe I'll throw a sound effect in there. But yeah. but that would be the way to do. If you don't have the instrumental, I try to find a loop in the song and just use that as a replacement. If there is no loop, I'll use a program called Extracts um, Extract uh, st- Stems. Yep, I think it's called. Yeah, Extract Stems. X T R A X Stems. And you can quote unquote make an instrumental, and it's like using AI. It try to takes removes the vocal from the instrumental. It's not perfect. Yeah. But um, it does the job where if I want to, to take the vocals out, I can at least, you know, maybe find a loop that I can use and do the same process of lay down that DIY instrumental behind, yeah. underneath, and then, you know, chop it, like, chop out the swears.
1: Yeah, all those things that the people don't realize the DJ does behind the scenes before they get to the arena. <laughs> yeah, or sometimes in the arena
0: with like, hey, we need this song today. like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, isn't that super clean, but uh we need to make it that way
1: yeah uh well, flip side, I appreciate you taking the time and uh helping me with the nerd stuff before we went on live today, even though your screen is green. We're gonna do a part <laughs> two and we're gonna do it fairly soon because this is gonna bother me until uh I get it correct. but where can people follow you find you on social media obviously twitch let the people know
0: yes yeah, so dj Flipside thirty three so that is the main place to find me. That would be Instagram, Twitter, Snap, or no, actually not Snapchat, uh, TikTok, um, Facebook, everything, YouTube, Twitch, everything is DJ Flipsat33. So if you're on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DJ 33 all that stuff. I'm on Twitch Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Central Time. And um, that can be five to seven, it could be five to nine, like, wherever the flow kind of (laughs) goes. Sometimes we go longer, but then I'll do some pop-ups here and there. I also do Ableton tutorial streams during the day. Occasionally on days that I have to do radio mixes, I'll just stream it. And so people can, um, can tune in. So the next time I'll be doing it would be Thursday and, um, it'll be this Thursday, maybe like 10 or 11, Maybe closer to 11 a.m., <laughs> depending, because you know, mornings are never a DJ's, you know, exact time. So, um, so yeah, then I'll just kind of go through my Ableton mix and on Twitch. So you can, if you have any Ableton questions or production questions, you can always ask me there. Um, feel free to hit me up anything direct message, and that's I try to answer. You can also get me on my Discord. Um, that link is on my Twitch. Um, I try to be as accessible, man. If you guys have questions
1: and I'll try to answer to the
0: best of my ability. And so f- please feel free to hit me up.
1: And once this podcast goes up on Spotify, Apple music, SoundCloud, Mixcloud, all that stuff, all, all those links will be in the description. So uh, we're all accessible as DJs. You can find us. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, flip side, I sure. appreciate it. Uh, good luck the rest of the season. And um, I know after another game or two, you'll be in the rhythm of it and you'll be just fine.
0: Yeah. Thank you, man. You too. Good luck for the rest of your season. I mean, you guys, you guys have a, you have a ring, bro.
1: I do have a (laughs) ring. It has my name on it. And uh, I don't, I still don't think it's sunk in yet that it's mine, even though my name's on it, but uh, it's a (laughs) pretty, it's a pretty cool feeling. That's for sure.
0: Oh, that's so, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Yeah. (laughs) The, the, the first year we did the bulls as DJs, um, was like MVP Rose, like Uh, that he was, he was.
1: He was like we were like, "Oh man, we can go, we can go." <laughs> and
0: you know, then things happened.
1: There's a lot of <laughs> uh not only your team does your team have to be good, but there's also luck involved too. Health is a big issue. there's so many things that have to go right to win a championship uh, it, it's not easy i don't I don't care how good your team is or if you have LeBron or don't have lebron uh, it uh, it's it, it's still difficult.
0: yep, absolutely.
1: Nice. Cool. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, rest of your week. I'll be in your Twitch, so I'll be in the chat room checking you out this week, too. I was watching one of your tutorials last week, so uh, I look forward to more.
0: Yeah, anytime, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for cool. having
1: me on. All right. We'll talk soon. <sighs> I hate when I can't fix text issues. Tech, Tech issues. Yes. Ugh. The screen was green the whole time. I, feel
0: like it was <laughs> cool. I saw that. Is it still green? Is still green now? He's from the so yeah, that's my bad. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can. Hold on. Is it still green? Say that again. Is it still green?
1: Yeah. hold on let me see if oh you didn't raid we didn't you didn't raid anyone Oh, totally panicked that's a fail by me do it now do it now you're still uh,
0: Uh, just just type it in
1: who's live right now
0: uh what's today tuesday Uh
1: oh icy ice is live let's see if i can get there I was so upset about the green screen that I forgot to read. There <laughs> you go. Okay, Whew, good call by you. <laughs> now let's see if. Nope, you're still green. I don't know why. I have no idea why. It was everything was fine, and literally thirty seconds right before I went hit stream, your screen turned green.
0: Yeah, it has to do something with uh,
1: uh it's got to be in the capture. Yeah,
0: the capture of Zoom.
1: Oh well, I will uh, troubleshoot all that stuff before we do this next time because I'm I'm not going out like this. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean,
0: um, yeah, that's uh, I see. I see, showing you love right now.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, he's a huge Lakers fan, and big uh, and he's a legend. So. Yep. uh take any love I get from him yeah Reading another Filipino that's right, <laughs> that's right. when uh when's your next game
0: uh the 11th Yeah, oh,
1: yeah after the yeah. after the all-star break yeah is that is the is that the all-star break already now yeah so our last game before the break we have a home game tonight they have an away game tomorrow and then that's it until the 12th
0: okay
1: yeah so all-star game is What's today? Monday? Uh Sunday. This Sunday. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, it's it's all one day, right? It's yeah, like it's, yeah, they're doing the skills competition. Yeah, then the game, and I think during halftime of the game, they're doing the dunk contest.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: Well, that was something I want to talk to you about too. You did the All Star game in Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah that's I got. There's like ten questions I have on here that I didn't get to. Uh, Dude, I mean, not in a a bad way. No, no, but it wasn't in a bad way. It's just, I like to go where the conversation, I like to have questions just in case. Yeah, And then I just go where the conversation goes. Um, You know, it's all questions that like, I personally want to know. It's not like, oh, like, I want to know what it was like DJing the all-star game. I want to know what it was like touring with Pitbull. Like those are questions that I personally want to know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just go where the conversation goes. And it was, it was perfect.
0: Yeah. But Um, like, I, I always have a lot to talk about when people ask me, like yeah. I, I, I like to be relatively detailed so that people can get insight on like, not just, Oh yeah, I did it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah, I did. I for Thanks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, you gotta, you know, it, I gotta give like insight from, from what I can see that not a lot of people
1: have seen that side of it. So. Yeah. Well, I started the podcast because I wanted one, I got the question all the time. Oh, how'd you become the Lakers DJ? I was like, well that's the same thing for every other sports DJ. And now I want to know, and then we all get there, got there differently. And it's informational too. Like I have a couple of people, like they do, they want to know exactly what equipment everybody uses because they're on the nerd side of it, where they're like, like high, some high school kids are starting to DJ their high school games. Want to know what we all use. Yeah. And then they're like, and I'm like, okay, bro, that might be $5,000 too much for your high school to pay for currently. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah so yeah yeah. i I love i love like because i'm
0: i'm nerdy i love the nerd talk so i don't don't, sometimes i feel like i get too nerdy but but you know
1: it's perfect it's all good it's an an informational (laughs) podcast as much as anything else so yeah cool well i appreciate it cool let me know
0: uh when it actually goes up um then let me know when you want to do a part two i'm definitely down okay um let me know if you want to troubleshoot that green issue right now or uh, if you want to. I'm about if to you step got...
1: into the studio. Uh, what are you my, working on? Uh, my, produ- my production partner is sitting right next to me right now. Uh, we have a group called The Suicide Doors. So Yeah, I have, saw that. Uh, yeah, it's we just dope. released a song last week and we just got some new stuff that we're working on. Some house is it tracks. clean? I will send you the DJ pack
0: does it shout out lakers all over it it does no
1: no it doesn't say it says kobe but it says r.i.p kobe it's not it's not a Lakers song so okay yep we did that on purpose like it can't be a Lakers song yep yep yeah
0: let me yeah send it so we can play it word we'll play it on the stream well what is it what is it like this um,
1: uh our latest release is a a hip-hop song okay Yep. i'll send it to you
0: so that would fit on probably my friday cool
1: very cool. cool. Appreciate that. Perfect, man. Yeah, we'll talk All right, thanks soon. Thanks for now. the opportunity. I appreciate it. Of course, we'll talk soon. All right, peace. Thanks for listening part one of my conversation with DJ Flipside from the Chicago Bulls. Um, not sure when part two was going to happen, but we're going to make it happen here pretty soon. And something we didn't mention on this pod, if you are streaming on Twitch as a DJ and you want to show your viewers what song you're playing, go to djflipside.com, click on the Now Playing link. He developed his own app for Twitch, which I use in all of my streams on for my Why Not Wednesday and my Sunday Sunsets. You can uh, let, let your fans know what song you're playing so make sure you check that out go to btox.com for more episodes if you haven't listened to them all yet djflipside.com and uh hopefully you're enjoying the podcast if you are and uh want to leave a little review online please do so